Michael Kahn. Sean Porter. So, something that I just realized. We have not said the name of the podcast since the first episode. No way. Yeah. We, wait, no. We must have. No. You sure? Uh-huh. We always just say Sean Porter or Michael Kime. We just introduce each other. That is, it's a good thing we're not in marketing. Because if we were in charge <laughs> of marketing and we haven't said the product, I'm pretty sure we would. that would not be a good thing. Okay. Well, yeah, we got to fix that. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I wonder if I can splice in the song into the song the name into the intro that would make life logistically easier yeah you know it'd be even funnier if we made our producer sing the the lion's main job cast and just see how it goes yeah we could we could yeah we could let's see let's see we have to take it we have to take it upstairs with our team and uh deliberate about it most likely it's going to be a no because if it's anyone's going to sing it's probably going to be me yeah <laughs> it's definitely not going to be me yeah yeah leaving things on the table my friend you're obviously talking about leaving devices on the table right or are you talking about something more methodical methodical okay keep going so when you start a project it's best to try to finish it than just to to leave it be or to try to get back to it at a later point. Because what happens with me is I have all these great ideas, and I do this with writing a lot. I've, I've written a lot of stories, but only the first couple of pages. And I'll write the first couple of pages get trapped, not know what to do. I'll just get back to it later. And then I never, ever do. And then when I clean up my computer, I see those files, I'm like, ah, ah, I delete them. Writer's block is a real thing. You ever see the movie Throw Mama from the Train? This is actually related to writer's block. Uh, Billy Crystal is an author, and he is he is stuck on the first page, The Night Was the night was and he can't think of anything and then uh he gets going from it and then somebody else takes the night was and then he has to rewrite the whole thing no i get what you mean starting something and not finishing it yeah sounds like the history of main construction we we tear up the road and then we realize uh uh-oh we have run out of stuff and then then it's unoccupied but it's quite a it's quite um i can't do that when I start something, I have to finish it because if it's not finished, it's going to bug me. And that goes not just from house renovation projects, but it also expands into a TV a TV show I haven't finished, a movie I never finished, um, that scouting merit badge I didn't complete when I was 12 years old, and that was astronomy. That was the only merit badge I started that I never finished in my scouting career because of the because it was too cloudy that week, and I didn't think you could wrap it up. But but then when I went for my ego, I found out it was still unaccounted for. But uh, starting something and finishing it is the right way to do it. But people don't go into things and say, I'm going to get it to this point and, and stop. Wait, no, that's, no, that's not accurate. Um, you want to get it to a good stopping point, and hopefully that stopping point is 
you start it, and it's done. I with some projects, obviously, you can't do that. You can't you can't start it that day and expect it to be done. But I, I think what you're saying was correct, where you get it to a good stopping point instead of just like giving up. So if if you set your goals to I want to start this, and once I get here, obviously I have to end the day. But you wrap up that day with a plan to conquer it the next day, and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, you with with something like that, you really need to plan it. I'm a very very wing it kind of guy, and I could imagine that when it was all said and done, if I had properly planned it out, I probably could have saved money here, saved time here, and and whatnot. But um, but starting it in a series, the worst thing that you can do is you start something, don't finish it, and you do the same thing with eight to eleven other things. Because when is it going to stop after that? It it really isn't. You can't you can't finish, you can't do half of your breaks. You have to do all the breaks because if you do half in the car, you need to use the breaks, and one half is working, the other half isn't. You're putting other people's uh, health at risk. Not a good thing. Let me ask you this about leaving things on the table with our students. When I think of leaving something on the table, not pursuing the advantage that you have or not thinking about the options that you have on the table, I think of our advanced baking instructor. He talks about having options. It's important to have as many options on the table as you can. And then eventually you have to get it down to the right one, but not shutting the door on the rest. Because cause I, I think our students are young and, and students may not think about the advantages that they have when they put everything on the table. And say they pick an option and they're doing it and they see the other option at the other end of the table and they're like, that was probably a better move, but they don't go back to it. They go to that first option to the right instead of going to the one on the left. What do you think about that? I'd, I'd have to agree with you on that. I think some of our students will get sidetracked pretty easily and they'll put focus on one thing, move on to the next, and then forget about that first thing. I, I see it a lot. I believe you do too with their driver's license. They'll start with, they'll try to do everything all at once. They're doing their academics, they're doing their trade, they're doing driver's ed, and then they kind of just fade off from the driver's ed, don't end up getting their driver's license. And, and that, your driver's license is a big deal when when you're out in the world, the working world. Uh, when it's it's been It's been challenging getting getting licenses and persu- persuading. Um, recently, I was look, I, I had to renew my driver's license and, and I wish I clicked this option to make it a real ID. Now for our listeners here, if you're unaware of what a real ID is, it's basically a type of identification that is going to be required in 2023 for you to fly on airplanes. Now in the United States, Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yes, you are correct. Uh, to fly to flying in the United States, 
but you can't go from the United States to another country without a passport. Um, passport beats everything. Passport card beats everything. But um, but our students, if they have the opportunity to get a driver's license, that's a real ID, so they can travel in the country, that would be great. I think the other thing, that what, what you were talking about with um, fo uh, focusing and focusing and focusing, I think I, I'd like to compare it to a derby horse. Have you ever seen the Kentucky Derby? No. Okay, well, there are 20 lanes in, a, in, a, in the Kentucky Derby, and horses have blinders that help the horse look forward. Because if they don't and they see another horse, maybe that horse gets the attention of the other one, and then it's distracting. But when you have the blinders the horse blinders on, you're taking away a field field of vision. It's like wearing binoc if you're not familiar with horse races, then do this. Grab grab a grab grab your two hands, put them next to your eyes, and that's basically a horse blinders thing, and they focus on the end and they don't think about the first thing as you mentioned, uh, which is coming here, getting a free education getting everything that you need to be successful in the workplace because at the goal, at the end of the day, I want all the students to have nicer things than I have now. I do take pride in having the third to fourth oldest vehicle on camp campus, but I also <laughs> take great pride when I see a student leave, uh, see a student leave like basic training and they say, hey, Mr. Kime, I just got a 2021 Dodge Ram. Are you still driving that Ford? And I'm like, yep. And they say, do I need to say anything more? I'm like, nope. You you did it. Now let's uh, keep going. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, with yeah with uh, giving yourself the advantage. Um, just a quick story I want to tell. When I think of giving yourself the advantage, I think of a guy named Rory O'Mahony. Uh, Rory O'Mahony was a was a hurling player on the New Hampshire Wolves hurling team. Basically, if you're basically the run. The long story short of hurling, it's the greatest game you've ever heard of. Look it up, hurling. Well, he was doing a training session, and it was give yourself the advantage. And he talked about how when you have the ball in your hand, you want to take your four steps because you only get it twice. So let's make the most of it when you when it's in your hand. When you when you're running through the ball and you keep going, you're giving yourself the advantage. And he kept saying, give yourself the advantage to make you successful. And I met him when I was 25. Yes, 25 years old. And he's always in my head with giving yourself the advantage. So with our students being here and it being free, if you don't have a driver's license, you should get it because it's free. All you have to do is just sign up. And if you don't know how to sign up, talk to, talk to me, talk to your counselor, talk to Mr. Warman and figure that out because that's something that's needed. And I believe we cover the cost of the the test, correct? Yeah, we we pay for we pay for everything. Everything when when you're when you're here. And if you graduate and you don't finish your driver's ed, you can still receive services with Mr. Warman on how to obtain that. We have a we have a student that just separated and and um he left as an ordinary, and he's he has his written test on on uh, coming up next week. And since he graduated, Mr. Warman is going to continue to help with um with that in case if he needs 
assistance with questions or anything like that. That's an advantage that that student is going to capitalize on. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I I like driving. I like giving critiques. But when it comes to the paperwork aspect and what our driver's ed instructor needs to do, that's way over my head. So the fact that when our students leave the right way and they have the services of, of my department in CTS and driver's ed, our students are going to be able to nail it. Yeah. I th- I think about um I think about the go bag. You know what a go bag is, correct? Yeah, it has all has clothes and stuff that you'll need if so that you can just bounce if you need to. I wish I remembered the the company, but the guy talked about a go bag for our students. And and he goes into high schools and he has a go bag, but attached to the go bag is one of those go-kart steering wheels and he says you have to have your transportation in order. And then he'll have like a, a laminated sheet that's also connected to it. And it says IDs. You have to have IDs because if you want to work, you have to have them. If you want to go buy certain items on your own time, then you have to have IDs. And he just kept going about the things that were added. Well, here, if you, if you tell everybody up front what, is, what you don't have, we can probably help you get it. Yeah. We're talking about credit. We're talking about um uh we're talking about in in uh in our department uh helping students build their credit score while they are here so that they they are on a pace for lifting it or creating some kind of a history. That's something I didn't think that we could do, but now that we have, it would be really sweet if we got our students on the right foot. Uh so going back to leaving things on the table. It's imperative for everybody to look at every single angle of the option because there are pros and cons to both versus thinking short term I just want to I just want to do this and that's it because there are other options that are here. I like to think of checkers. There yes, you can take that piece right now, but if you move this piece over here, then that person has to jump you but you get to jump three of theirs and you're in a dominant position in the game. Well, well, just the, one of the things that, one of the things with staff that we have to keep in mind um, with our students is if a student is like, Hey, I want to do college, 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 college. We need to have, we need to make sure that staff are going, Hey, Hey, let's pull it back a little bit. Okay. Have you signed up for, with the main education opportunity center have you spoken to have you spoken to your parents about the financial situation have you even looked at what are you doing are you doing it because everybody is telling you to do it or are you doing it because there is something here that we can't teach you that the degree can and would make you competitive in the world i don't know if we do that across the board but I think that's something we should be doing across the board. Yeah, I think it's important, you know, when you're talking about the blinders, that it's good to think about your future and where you want to be. And that's that's extremely important. But there's steps that you need to take in order to get there. And you have to think about all those steps. And where there's a lot of steps... Sometimes it's not beneficial to do 
all six steps at the same time. You got to take a step at a time instead of trying to conquer everything at a time. Like your example of the student that is working on their, you said permit, right? Yeah, now that their, they have their driver's left, license. Yeah. They focused on what they needed to, and now they're focusing on the next step, getting their the steps that they need to get their driver's license. So sometimes it's hard to have way too much going on at one time, and then you can't focus on the stuff that you need to. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, I can tell you this. I'm definitely the kind of person that works on eight to nine things at the same time. And folks, I'll tell you, when I'm done with the ninth activity, I am spent. I bet. I am spent. And then I think about it the next day. I'm like, man, did I really need to do all of those things at the same time? Come on. Come on, man. Let's... Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Yeah, because usually what happens is when you you overwhelm yourself with so many things to do, that's when you start leaving those things on the table. And that's something that you don't want to do. When you start something, you should try to finish it to the best of your ability. What isn't, and it and it's okay if this happens, if you get into a project and you realize I'm way over my head, you might need to call in somebody to help you finish it. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, who knows? You might have you might have to spend a little bit of money to make sure that you're happy, but you also need to make sure that when you're in over your head, let's ask for help. Let's put up the hands, and then somebody will grab you. Uh, the I always get a little paranoid getting into a project that I'm not entirely familiar with, like disassembling a dryer. Okay. There's no YouTube video on it. Okay, well, let's take it apart slowly and see what happens. And if there is a, a magical nut that gets everything working and I lose it and I have to buy another dryer, that stinks. That stinks. So if you're in the uh-oh moment, ask for help. Ask for guidance. Uh, ask for guidance along the way. There's nothing embarrassing about uh, asking for help. really isn't. Uh, at the in the long run, it gives you peace of mind that you did the right thing. And if somebody asks you the same thing, then you should share the same thing. Absolutely. I, I find myself getting into projects that I don't quite know what I'm doing. And I do this a lot with my activities outside of work, uh, whether it's, like you said, working on a dryer or some other computer things. Because um, I do computer stuff here on center. And then I go home. And when I have time. I like to work on my personal computers. And I'll get into a spot. Where I don't quite know where I'm, what I have to do. So I'll Google it. I'll YouTube it. And. If that fails. If it's computer related. I'll call Jim. And see if he can help me. And if, if it's home-related, like the dryer issue, I'll call my grandfather because he knows pretty much every appliance that there is. And uh, I was working on trying to fix my dryer a couple months ago, maybe three or four months ago. 
because it wasn't drying my clothes. So I called my grandfather. He kind of walked me through some of the stuff. And then I didn't really know what I was doing. I checked all the fuses. All the fuses were fine. And then he he eventually came over and I had told him this before, but he says that I didn't, that it was a gas dryer and he doesn't work on gas dryers. So we, we ended up having to have a professional come in and take a look and uh, we're going to, but then we just bought a new dryer and had a professional come in and install it because I'm not going to install a gas dryer that if done wrong could end up causing a fire or blowing up. Yeah. N nothing, uh, more, uh, I heard a story about a, I had an assistant coach who his job was tra was selling and transporting, um, uh, oh my goodness, what's it called? Hot tubs. The big, the big ones, not the inflatable ones that you can get at Walmart, the big stuff. But anyways, long story short, he would, he, they had the most expensive one and they had to get it onto the deck. And the guy said, nope, we'll just use this piece of plywood. Sir, you do realize that if we do that, it's going to snap. No, 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 it'll be fine. And um, and then the whole thing snapped and he had to buy a new one. But but anyways, the always consult, always consult with your peers. If you don't know how to do something, don't be ashamed to ask for help because you want to make sure that you want to make sure that you're doing it to the best of your ability because we only have one life and we lose time. We can't get it back. We can, we can lose $7 and return bottles, pick up loose change on the street and we can make back seven bucks, but we can't get back time. So when you have something on the table, take your time, observe it from different angles, ask the opinions of staff, students, family members, subjective norms, the people you really care about and figure out if the options on the table are going to work because if you do that you're going to be successful awesome well thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you next time